Who's Hunky Dory? Oh my god. Who's Who's Hunky Dory? Is that a nickname? She so she was so pressed. That's why it was, <laughs> that TikTok. That's why it was so funny because it's so, she's not even in the scene. Okay. I, Wait, let me let me hold on because I don't watch Real Housewives of whatever it was. Beverly Hills. I, it's the okay. it's that one. I didn't know which one, but I was upset because I was targeted with a TikTok about Real Housewives, <laughs> and I hear enough about Real Housewives from Billy. But this TikTok genuinely made me laugh. I know nothing. It was completely out of context. Some woman is complaining and she's you got she's she was like crying. Or, yeah, she's crying and she was like, There I'm supposed to be acting like everything is hunky dory. And then another housewife was like, Who is hunky dory? And was like trying to get to the bottom. Now she was like, But who who is hunky dory? I knew nothing. Now just but to I be clear, so just to be clear, the woman who says who's hunky dory, it's not like angry. It's, it's like she walked into a room mid-conversation, oh, yeah. heard hunky dory, and then genuinely went who's hunky dory and then they cut to a <laughs> testimonial where a producer asks her again and she's like who is hunky dory is that someone's nickname and she's like no shame and the other important thing to remember is that this woman is kathy hilton paris hilton's mother i love her so much she is legitimately it's also great because uh, oh, she's also dagny she's not she a, seemed more agitated but she's not okay, a full-time housewife you. She is a friend oh. of, so she's just there she whenever she her wants full-time. to. She's very funny. They will never make her full-time because she's genuinely, for the first time in a long time, she's genuinely too rich to be there. All the other ones oh, need the screen her. time. Um, <laughs> there was the episode after that one, two of the mm -hmm. real housewives, the ones who were on the cast, came to yeah. Kathy Hilton's big giant house to play tennis because she has a tennis court. And Good then they went inside at 1045 and Kathy comes sauntering in her pajamas. 1045 in the morning. She's like, I just woke up. Do you guys want coffee? And I realized later, uh, someone else was saying, she's so rich. She gave production permission to film in her house and then didn't wake up for production. What an icon. <laughs> she was like, yeah, you can film in my house, but I'm not going to wake up for you. I love her so much. Oh, good for her. Uh, I I aspire to be Kathy Hilton someday. I do too, Maybe. Not, genuinely. Well, her sister her sister is Kyle Richards. The, she has a history of being like the normal mm. one on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Got That's it, in it, massive it. air quotes, the normal one. And now we're hoping because Kathy's finally done the show, we can get former Real Housewife Kim Richards, the third sister, and all mm. of them together on the show at the same time. And then wow. the universe will explode. Good morning, good afternoon, good <laughs> evening, and good night. No matter when you're listening, welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. This is a show where one of your hosts, me, Billy, and your other host, my sister, Dagny. Hey, what's up? We have what's a guest up? come on to talk to us about pop culture nonsense, usually things in pop culture that they love that are maybe a little more obscure, that are maybe not loved by everyone else. Before we get maybe. to our guest today, um, um, first of all, uh, uh, we haven't recorded it yet, but I'm going to assume Poptimist Live was a great success. And if you oh, yes. if you were in the audience for Poptimist Live, thanks for joining. If you weren't, how dare you? Um, we're, but we'll have more. We're going to have more. We're going to have more and it's going to be so we exciting. Contractually obligated. Oh, oh my God. Obligated. <laughs> we are contractually obligated, obligated to do obligated more. To do at least five more. Yeah. Uh, oh, I God. assume they will be good. They will. They're going to be amazing. Yeah, we'll have fun. It's going to be the best. So if you missed this one, no big deal. We'll have another one. Yeah. Follow our Instagram and you will know when that's going to happen. And just because I feel like I should start this now, um, Billy's Big Night Talking Out. about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's Big Night Out returns to the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood on August 12th. Come see me do stand-up comedy with a bunch of queerdos. That's um I hate to break this to you, Billy. I don't wanna I don't wanna burst your bubble. I also haven't looked at the where in the world exactly people are listening to us, but I don't feel like a huge amount of people in Los Angeles are listening. Maybe they are. are you I, kidding? I don't want to doubt that. I go to maybe I go to they, bars and people are some... like, is that Billy of Poptimist? Oh my. I maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe we do have a lot of Los Angeles listeners, but I I just want you to remember that people all over the world can listen to this and not everybody can make it on August Get, whatever August to 12th, the Comedy Chateau. August 12th in North Hollywood. Billy's Big Night Out. Get your plane tickets. Okay. Fly to LA. Come oh. see my show. That's all. I just wanted to announce it before I forget. I feel like we both chose violence today. We're kind of in a like yeah. hostile mood. Yeah. <laughs> I've been awake since so 4, 4 a.m., baby. Yeah, but hey, both been working hard. Um, um, today. I have two little things I want to talk about for my pop culture thing today. 
Um, um, The first is, so last week we had on the hilarious Joseph Schless. We talked about Star Trek. Mm -hmm. We had a great time. After we recorded that episode, I went to Resident, which is a bar in downtown LA, with Joseph to see his boyfriend perform. His boyfriend. Thanks for the sick invite. I know. I didn't invite. <laughs> it was a whole thing. It was very quick. Um, but his boyfriend is a musician. Uh, his stage name is Z Machine. Z-E-E Machine. And uh, uh, in kind of like a weird roundabout way, the boyfriend was a fan of Z Machine's music. And then showed me a picture of Z Machine and said, do you know this guy? And pointed at Joseph. So didn't even know they were dating. (laughs) Didn't know that was a thing. Z Machine's music is great. And I've been a fan for a few years. But because of the lockdown and whatnot, we couldn't do it. Went to Resident. Saw him perform live. Saw the whole band. He was incredible. He's genuinely a rock star. His stage presence is incredible. Also, all of his songs are great. Um, So listen to Z Machine. You can stream him anywhere. And the other cool thing that happened that... uh, that the boyfriend and I were standing at resident with our cocktails waiting for the show to start. And then his eyes mm-hmm. go wide and he goes, Regina King is standing behind you. And I turned around and Regina King was standing behind me, which was very cool. I didn't say hi, wow. but you know, she was within six feet of me, which is the COVID limit. And that was fairly nice. I was like, Hey, Regina King, That's... except I didn't say, Hey, wow. I, I think I would have been a little starstruck, honestly. Regina I really King's was. It was. Iconic. It was. I was mentally prepared myself. I was like, "Oh, cool, Regina King." And then I saw her, and I was like, "Fuck, that's Regina King." Um, yeah. And then I went to the bathroom because I didn't want her to catch me <laughs> looking at her. Uh, but yeah, it was very cool. Stream Classic. Z Machine. Um, uh, if I was your boyfriend, is a great song. Stealing Candy is a great song. They're all great. I really, really like his music, and I hope to see him next time there's a concert. I'll invite you, Dagny, and we'll go, and we'll have a good time. Thank you. Um, and then was Regina King your second thing? No. Could you imagine? Oh, it was I just as, like, my so, other item of pop culture is Regina, Regina King. King. No, I just wanted to because this is so huge. I don't really have to get into it. But uh, I really by the time this airs, episode six of Loki will have come out. I've only seen oh, right. the first five because episode six hasn't happened. But I just mm-hmm. love it so much. And I've always like I like Marvel. I watch everything. I don't miss a beat of Marvel. I can't help it. But Loki is just like punching me in the face with everything I like. It's time travel. It's alternate timelines. It's a uh, uh, Richard E. Grant just showed up. Um, who's an oh. actor. I love Richard E. Grant showed up, uh, which was very great. Fun. He's phenomenal. Um, and it also, there's a part of it that feels like we're never, ever, ever going to get Tom Hiddleston as Dr. Who, but we kind of did mm. with this show. Uh, which is great, especially it. episode three, which there's like a big like adventure on a pl- on a planet that's going to be destroyed in like a time limit. And there's a lot of like running and solving problems with time. And I was like, oh, this is just a Doctor mm-hmm. Who episode. And it's fucking great. So I don't Loki yeah. doesn't need any help from me, but I really like Loki. No, <laughs> by no means do they need your the, marketing. The, but... the Poptimist bump. It's like, oh, one we got one more viewer this week. One more viewer. And it, it's me because uh, <laughs> I'll probably start watching. Um Billy, I picked up this fun new hobby that I'm actually really enjoying a lot that I would love to talk about. Okay. It's called reading books. Um, I <laughs> finished this book today. <laughs> Literally, for everyone, I was like... For everyone listening at home, <laughs> she held up a book to the camera as she said reading books. I, it's not necessary, but it was very funny. My comedic timing is lost on this audio medium. Um, but this book specifically, I finished today. Yeah, I... Learned about it through Book Talk, which is, you know, just TikTok, but with books. I thought um, it was Book Talk, like T-A-L-K, but you're saying Book Talk, like T-O-K. No, just like the section of TikTok that's dedicated to literature, where you occasionally get videos about books. All right. It's so like TikTok. Okay. It, there's like general TikTok and then people make subcategories where it's like. Like witch talk or gay talk. Yeah. Or bitch talk. There you go. There you go. So. Book Talk is where I heard about this book, and I'm glad that I did my research there because it's very good. Um, so it's called The Silent Patient. Patient. Uh, it has a very good twist at the end, which is how it was sold to me. And I'm not going to say the twist. Don't tell anyone there's a twist. Don't say. Don't don't come I mean, in and be not, like. It's not even a twist. Like, it's just Fight a, Club. A reveal. Fight Club <laughs> is such a good movie. And let me tell you, the twist. And then you just sit there the whole time being like, okay, there's going to be a twist. I bet. Is it that he wants to fuck Jared Leto? No, but that is the subtext. Yeah. But I looked up the, I will say the author's name because I looked it up to pronounce it correctly by Michael Michelides. Uh, But yeah, it's a kind of murder mystery-ish, but also some like 
psychotherapy analyzing. It's got a lot of good stuff in it. And it's only like a little over two, little over 300 pages. I don't talk about books much on this, but I think I'm going to because I got more books. I, you know, it's a new hobby. It's something I've decided to take up on my spare time. Um, She's literate, everybody. She can read. Who knew? Um, Not me. I'm just kidding. But... Yeah, I recommend The Silent Patient. Very cool. Pick it up at your local bookstore. Um, and and before before we hop into the show proper, I just had this this memory from very recently because earlier you said we, we chose violence. Do you remember when you said this four whole minutes ago? You said today. I did. So I just, I don't, I just popped in my head. So the other day, I have a new day job in downtown Los Angeles and the boyfriend came to visit and yes. he brought both of the dogs to come visit, which is very nice. And I came out to say hi. Mm-hmm. And then this woman walked by with this, like, I don't know, like a long haired wiener dog. Like it was very cute, very pretty little dog. And it was trotting along mm-hmm. and our dogs looked at that dog and we were like, hi. And this dog's owner was so nice. She smiled. She goes, she goes, hi, he's violent. <laughs> <laughs> And we went, we went, okay. And we laughed. And she goes, every day he wakes up and he chooses violence. This dog must have weighed 10 pounds at the moment. As, as, as my American bully, my 50 pound American bully is eyeballing it. And I was like, she will kill your dog and she won't mean to. But he was like, like just this full smile. So friendly. He, he chose. I love the honesty. He, cho- he wakes up every day and he chooses violence. And I was like, I love you, ma'am. Have a great day. At least she knows her right? dog and she doesn't pretend like he's well. I know. She was like, he's a little asshole and we're going to keep walking. But it was hilarious. <laughs> I am. Oh, that's great. So pumped to get into our guest this week. Um, yes, mostly yes, yes. because I haven't talked to him face to face in like two years, which is bananas. Um, um, and and uh, uh, he also very famously um, guilt tripped me into joining a fraternity my final semester of college. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gender nonconforming <laughs> individuals of all shapes and sizes, please welcome to Poptimist. It's Ryan Schwartzman. Welcome, 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 Ryan. I guilt tripped you into joining. <laughs> now, to be fair, I'm sure Bear helped. Yes, Barrett Lyle, who had the insane Digimon episode of Poptimist, did also <laughs> tag team guilt tripping me as well. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I was 100% on board with it. It was all it. worth it. It really was. It was hilarious. It was great. Oh, it's awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Am I incorrect in remembering a nickname of Schwartzy Coco? Was that something that existed? Or that's, yeah. That's legit. It did. That's okay. Legitimate I was like, Schwartzy Coco. When you started to introduce him, I was like, is he going to say Schwartzman or Schwartzy Coco? Because I feel like I remembered you saying that in the past. Now, Ryan, before, before we get started, <laughs> I, I have to start with okay. this. Um, about a month okay. ago, we um oh, we no. aired an episode with Joe Rumrill, the hilarious, where he. If talked- you didn't bring it up, I was going to. Okay, good, because I lost my mind at this. Yeah. So Joe, we talked about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is a, a a lovely episode. Go back and listen to it. I think it's episode twenty nine, maybe yes, I believe. Not important. Look up Joe Rumrill; he's great. And uh, the day that episode released, I get a text from you. Because we talked about on the episode the famous video of, I think, 1997, the Barney balloon popping and dying mm-hmm. on stage, on stage, in the street in front of everyone. In the street. And Yeah, it's more, more dramatic when it's, it's in the in street. in the street. <laughs> and you sent me a text, let me see if I can find it, that just said, um, um, it said, bro, I saw the Barney balloon disaster in person. And I just said, holy shit, no, you did not. Please tell us. Please tell us everything <laughs> about this. Yes. So this was, so I have to give it to you guys because Poptimus makes me feel good about myself. Makes me feel like I actually have more, oh, yay. <laughs> that I have more knowledge about pop culture or like things that are good um, <laughs> than I actually think I do. So like the, I, I take a lot of pride in the fact that as a straight man, I've never listened to like a second of a Joe Rogan podcast. I'm so proud of you. I'm so and sorry, I didn't know that it was such Who's Joe Rogan. There we go. Exactly. Yeah, it was like whenever you guys were, were going off on it, like one day it was like, oh man, like it's so, I guess that's like a big thing that I just really have no interest in diving into. So that's cool. So thank you guys for that. And then <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the fact that more people know about the Barney uh massacre like for me that was just a story that i remember like growing like i think it was 96 because i think i had just turned five um 
but it was just a story from my childhood that my mom would tell people randomly. It's like, oh yeah, this happened. But <laughs> know that like this is a big, it was a big national news thing that multiple people know about. It's like, oh my gosh. So this I had I was in kindergarten at the time. And I was like, I was at that phase in life where Barney was no longer cool, <laughs> which was huge for me because I was like big. I had the Barney bed sheets. My mom tells stories about me wearing <laughs> Barney mittens to the water park. Um, so, so I, I was, it, it was a, it was a choice that four year old Ryan or probably deep. made. Yeah. Deep yeah. cut. Um, and so <laughs> the fact that I, uh, at this point, it's like, no, Barney, lame. I don't care. And then I got to see him uh, get hooked on like a streetlight oh. and pop and like was like coming down. And then a NYPD officer had to run up, take out his knife and like stab him to deflate him so that he wouldn't be smothering people right next to me. Like five-year-old Ryan's like, yeah, take that Barney. But so for me, it's like that was that was awesome. Um, and now that I oh, know I'm that, glad it wasn't traumatizing. Yeah, I feel a like year a prior year earlier, and that would have been like ruining your life. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, I mean, looking back, that whole trip was very. Like, it was very shaping for me. A lot of stories my mom tells came from that trip. So like, I grew up. We would watch the Today Show every morning while we were eating breakfast, mm -hmm. and so it was like Al Roker was in my kitchen every morning to where I thought, yeah, Al Roker's my dude. Um, and we went, so for my birthday that year, I wanted to go to the Today Show. That's what I wanted to do. That's cool. <laughs> and so my my grandparents lived in New York. And so we went and just on a family vacation for Thanksgiving. Um, and then we went to the Today Show. I painted a sign that's like, I'm Ryan. It's my birthday got there at like 4.30 in the morning because that's what you have to do in November. In New York, that's in, insane. Uh, in, yeah, so my parents my parents love me a lot and I'm very <laughs> thankful that they would do that. Um, and so I had like, and so Al Roker comes out to do his thing and I'm, I'm waving, I'm like, Al, hey, Al, it's me, Ryan, you know? <laughs> and From I never kitchen. got to meet him and that's okay. Uh, but I mean, it, it's like one of those things where I feel like social media now, you feel like you're friends with all these famous people. Like Al Roker was that for me as a five-year-old. It's like, he's my, he, he's with me every morning. So clearly we're best yeah. friends. Yeah. Oh, and that was also obviously. around the time I stopped, like I stopped believing in Barney. I stopped believing in Santa Claus. I, I, I don't think I ever believed in Barney. I think I always knew Barney was fake, but what Santa Claus, that same <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Billy, hate no. to tell you. Hate yeah. to tell you. Also, dinosaurs. Hate to tell you, those aren't real yep. either. Yep. So they sorry. were made up by the they, church I mean, to sell Noah's uh, <laughs> Noah's arks in the by, in the gift by shop. By saying by saying not real, I meant to say no longer exist. <laughs> I, I'm not saying dinosaurs, dinosaurs never exist. <laughs> dinosaurs are real. <laughs> the conspiracy uh, theories. But that here. was that was another uh, thing. I stopped living in Santa Claus, and so. I was, I was talking to my mom about that and we're in like Rockefeller Plaza and all of a sudden these like 10 school buses show up to Rockefeller Plaza and they're full of Santa Clauses. It's like all the mall Santas for New York City coming in like <laughs> coming in for like Santa University or something. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I saw that. That was just a very formative trip for me. Barney, and that Barney stabbed by the NYPD, Al Roker not noticing you, and an army of Santas. And a bus, a bus what of Santas. What an insane <laughs> trip. I love that. I'm so glad you told that. As a five-year-old, that's wow. amazing. There you go. I just, there I could because we'd already talked about having you on the show before you texted me about Barney. And then I was like, we have to expedite this. Yeah. I need this. That's we so need to talk funny. about it soon. Well, um, oh, yeah. Ryan, uh, uh, as I've said earlier, on Poptimist, we like to talk about things in pop culture that are either obscure or not well-liked by people at large. And uh, uh, we ask our guests to bring in the item and surprise us with it each week. And I want to know if you're ready. What did you bring for us this week? I'm ready. <laughs> Is it Joe Rogan's uh, podcast? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm here to talk about this little indie musical called Hamilton. 
Hell um, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I was ready. I was like, let's talk about Lynn because yeah. well, I know there's some it. hot takes. I'm into oh, without it. A uh, doubt. No, but what what'd you, what'd I, you bring for us? I brought for you guys the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> All 10 movies. <laughs> this comes at perfect, perfect timing. Ryan, I'm so happy because I know nothing about Fast and Furious. Let's and there go. is currently a trend on TikTok. A trend. There's one guy who's making a Fast and Furious musical and has never seen any of the Fast Let's and the Furious. I'll have to send Come it on. to you. But I'm on board to learn about the Fast and the Furious because it seems insane. And also, I heard that recently they went to space or something like that. And I just... I want to know more. So, and and yes. all of my knowledge of Fast and the the Fast and the Furious, which were eventually Too Fast, Too Furious, and then Fast, mm-hmm. um, the most fast. So, and the but most basically, furious. it's through osmosis, or it is through um, um, the podcast. How did this get made? Who I love, who watch all okay. of them, and I've listened to a few of their episodes where they break down the movies. So, some of them I know okay. the plots. But I've never ever okay. sat down and watched one. I think all I could would the only thing else I would say that I know about them is that the first two, maybe three films are about heists using cars, and it has slowly transformed okay. into superhumans who use cards, cars, <laughs> to pull off basically. It's basically like a Marvel universe that is car based. You're not wrong. <laughs> I will say that. All right. Well, uh, you have the stage, Ryan. I want you to I, break Dagny, us down. And you, Dagny, Fast and the Dagny, Furious, because we yeah, know Dagny, nothing. Yeah, Dagny, kind of lead the charge, too, with the questions, because I'm interested in your point of view on this as well. Yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah, go for it. So, first off, Fast and Furious, 20 years old now. That's insane. They have been, yeah. Oh, it's it's nuts. God. Like, I remember going to rent the first one from my front row video store uh, in <laughs> Lebanon, Missouri. Um, Amazing. And thinking, like, man, this is like, this is cool. It's like, they're just guys like driving, driving fast cars, doing crazy things, like driving under semi trucks. And then I remember, uh, like, I think going to see the second one in theaters and like, not really is like, okay, yeah, this is still cool. Third one, I think I caught on TV one day. And then I lived with Liam, fellow OCU grad. And there was one night where he and I were both working in the restaurant industry and we neither of us had had work that night. And we were like, dude, let's have a bro night. And what more bro <laughs> thing could we do than order pizza, crack open some beers and walk and marathon Fast and the Furious movies. That's incredible. And it was at that point that our love. For, so I went, I, Liam and I went and saw the, the latest one last week F9. together because anytime a new F9, it's the shortest title. F9. Yeah, I like but it. Any, anytime. And I sat in seat F9 for it. So it was. Did you just, do that on a purpose was, or was that a coincidence? I, t- I had pre bought the tickets, not uh-huh. realizing I did it. Sign and from so above. It was pretty like, dope, I got to the theater. That's come on. It's like, if that's not sovereignty, I don't know what it is. <sighs> can't be, so, can't be beat. <laughs> yeah. And so they've essentially. So in my research, um, I learned that Universal made the hard de- like made the decision that with Fast Five, they were going to make this shift from heist movies that kind of have, have a lot to do with cars, or I guess car movies that have a little bit to do with stealing stuff, to now it's like, <laughs> all right, how can we be the guy at the party that just one-ups? Yeah. All right, the next one, let's one-up it some more. Next one, let's one-up it some more. And so, like, spoiler, I guess Universal's talking about merging their two... Uh, most lucrative franchises. So they're talking about a Fast and the Furious Jurassic Park crossover event. <laughs> so, oh, oh, I'm on board. It's, it's like, be, I mean, I think we talked about this in the Mortal Kombat episode where, like, if Mortal Kombat is like you in the game room smashing your action figures together, that's why there's like ninjas and robots and crocodiles. This is the equivalent of that yeah. with toy cars. It's yeah. how, what's the jump I can make? What's the the insane stunt I can pull? Oh my god! Honestly, it's, that crossover is insane. I think that I would wait. get me to a theater to watch a Fast and the Furious film if we had a crossover. And I think that's probably okay. what Universal was thinking. We're like that demographic we haven't quite reached. 
loop them in with dinosaurs, they'll get their asses in theaters. And I think it doubt. might work. It's not a terrible it's, idea, Universal. Without a doubt. That's the so that's the other thing. Like I don't think they're these like amazing, like life changing movies. But like if you want to spend two, two and a half hours laughing your ass off and just enjoying just being like yeah, of course Vin Diesel is taking out a tank with a Dodge Charger and then like catching someone out of midair. It's like, absolutely. It's like, if you want to do that, these are the movies for you. Jeez. They're amazing. Well, that's what, I, what like, around the time they were like, and the villain in this movie is Charlize Theron. I was like, okay, I should maybe, I should maybe go back. And I haven't yet, yeah. but I, I feel like I should just sit down and start with the first one. And just go through all. Yeah. Of so yeah, you can you can start with the first one. Honestly, you can skip the second one. What? You can probably skip the third one. Well, because the third one takes um, place in between seven and eight, right? But it takes place between six and seven. Gotcha. Six and seven. Um. But like, so yeah. So that's a late a later thing. A thing I was gonna bring up later was yeah. Charlize Theron's in it. Um. Mm-hmm. Helen Mirren is in them now. <laughs> Dame Helen Mirren? Hell yeah. Good Dame for her. Helen Mirren. I guess. Is, is she, yeah. So she, in the ninth one, like drives through the streets of London, like rip roaring for a good five minutes. <laughs> and you can tell she just had, like, she probably just made a, good a few time. million dollars showing up to set for one yep. day and just had a blast. Wow. So it's like that's, uh, that's Idris the Elba. That's the dream. Yes, I know. Idris has done two Idris of them Elba's now. In one? Or just one. And then. I think just one. And then Jason Statham, it kind of catapulted oh, nice. The Rock's career. Yes. It, oh, yeah. It took him from being The Rock to Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to th- who else? Um, Ryan Reynolds, Kevin Hart, they show up at random times. Damn. And so it's just I mean, like yeah, they're it's just going for 20 oh, years. Um, it's like Miss, they're bound Miss to Gal have... Gadot herself, the Wonder Woman. Yes. Uh huh. She's oh, yes. Yeah, she shows up in four. Yes, that was yeah, that four, was her five, big credit before Wonder Woman was like, oh, you know her from Fast and Furious. Um, yeah. Huh. So and we also, I mean, we have just other actors. I feel we should mention. I know she's in a bunch of them, but the iconic Michelle Rodriguez wearing tank tops, wearing aviators, being a badass. Yeah, she's great. Um, of course, Vin Weasel, Diesel, and we. I mean, and we will. I know we'll get into it, but we are, we'll talk about Paul Walker being leading man material. Look at these without a doubt casts without a doubt, dude. It so crazy story about Michelle Rodriguez. So she dies in number four. Okay, the, that's he, the thing about oh, these movies. Uh, listeners at no home, one's ever listeners dead. at home. He did little finger quotes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There no were one's quotes. no one's ever dead in these movies. Um, <laughs> so she dies in number four. In number five, there's a post credit scene with. Uh, the Rock is like at his desk, and one of his uh, coworkers comes and brings him a file. And he's like, "If it does it, if it's not about Dominic Toretto, I don't care." And she goes, "You're gonna want to see this." Throws a file, and it's a picture of Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez was in the movies watching this, saw the post credit scene, and was like, "I guess I'm back." She didn't know she was gonna be back in the movies. That is, oh, that's that is insane. Good. Who did not call her? Who did not? Did they want to keep it that big of a secret? <laughs> they were like, she'll like, tell her publicist or she'll tell her agent and then the agent will leak it for press. That is so funny. That's great. It's nuts. It's just, but Which is like, yeah, I don't know if they wanted to keep it a secret or not because like now they don't keep anything secret. It's like they brought Han back for Fast 9 and they blew it in the trailer. And so now I'm watching Fast 9 is like, all right, when's Han coming back cuz I know it's going to happen. And man, if they could have kept that one close to the chest. Yeah. Would have been a, There's a, yeah, there's better. a couple big secrets yeah, that I feel like there was a plan at one point to keep it a secret and then it just it was too big and too difficult. Like I genuinely believe there was a period of time when they were making Thor Ragnarok where they were like, we're going to keep it a secret that Hulk is in this movie. And then it just, it just got, oh, they're like yeah. Ruffalo's on set. It's like, okay, we can't, we can't keep this a secret. We'll just, we'll just we- tell everyone. <laughs> but like, could you? And then they make it yeah. the cap of the trailer. Like, could you imagine movie? you're sitting in the theaters for Thor Ragnarok and you're already blown away by this like <laughs> Thor in space, wacky, Comedic wacky adventure with, with Jeff Goldblum. And then 45 minutes in the fucking Hulk shows up. We would have lost our collective minds. <laughs> 
It yeah. would have been insane. Yeah. yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, okay, so this so is Hollywood. This is, get your crap together. Here's my favorite thing that yeah, I Hollywood, that I do secrets. know about Fast and Furious, and it's that Vin Diesel has yeah. in his contract that he cannot lose a fight on camera. Yep. He always wins. Mm-hmm. Vin, yes, wait, and, really? and I think that's in every yep. Mooney movie, but he's like locked it down in Fast and Furious. You know who else has this? Yeah, when you become yeah, an action star, The Rock. The, the Rock also has this yeah. in his contract. The two of them both have, and this. you're not done. But you're not done. Jason Statham as well. Good for good for Jason Statham. He's earned it. Wait, so so there is. Are they just immortal basically, in these movies? They can or? get hit by cars at this point. Basically. But there is a fight in maybe Fast Seven. It's a fight between Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson, and it ends with oh. them. That's five. Wait, let Ryan. Okay. Let Ryan say it. He he seems to Ryan. I want to hear it from you. So. What they had to do, they filmed this fight for a week to get it to where every party was happy. And what they had to do, (laughs) they had to come up with a scoring system of, all right, if I land a punch, it's one point. If I land a kick, it's three points to where it's like they ended the fight dead even. (laughs) And that's and that's how you how they made everyone Dang, happy. they punch each other in the face oh, i mean the fight men. ends with them both punching each other at the same time and they both oh so that so one is a double yeah. knockout that's in seven okay. and that's jason statham and dwayne johnson wow and just the idea Billy, just yeah. sorry if up. i'm missing up uh, the 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 scrawny i was gonna say scrawny i mean like lanky but if I'm missing up the, the the bald white British man and the bald white American man, I am sorry. All right. <laughs> if if Vin fair Diesel yeah, and Jason enough. Statham were standing in front of me, I would be able to be like, "You're Vin Diesel and you're Jason Statham." But like, if mm. they were like ran past me in a supermarket, I don't know. Or drove by in a yeah, car really fast. Drove, yeah. If they upset? drove by in a car really <laughs> quick, I don't know who that. That could have been any white man who's bald. It could have been Bruce Willis. Yeah. Who knows? Could have been. Yeah. And also just the idea that in a Good fist point. fight, and I know Jason Statham is jacked, and I know Vin Diesel is scrappy, but the idea that in a fist fight they would take down Dwayne Johnson is hilarious. That man could eat <laughs> both of them. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vin, Vin Diesel but must come up to his one shoulders. Of those must come up to his shoulders. How did this con- contractually obligated can never be defeated? How did that even? You probably get- have to go back to Hollywood in like the fifties. The first I swear, movie? no, that's probably like a male Hollywood actor thing that's existed for decades. I'm convinced. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. There's no way that's it, it that's has bananas. to be because uh... I feel like I feel like at some point, how do you keep? I mean, obviously they are keeping the movies interesting, even though you know that they can't die basically or maybe they can die but they just can't show defeat on screen i don't know i guess i have to watch to find out Uh (laughs) i so i was talking to my my wife about this uh Uh because they've already confirmed 10 and 11 a sequel to the i thought 10 uh, was the end uh, jason state no 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 they've confirmed 10 and 11 a sequel to the jason statham dwayne johnson spinoff and an all-female Fast and Furious. So they're at least making oh, four yeah. more. So um, I was talking to my this wife really about this. This is their Marvel yeah. universe. <laughs> Without a doubt. And sh- and she's like, <laughs> they just need to kill him. Like, she's like, how like how long are you going to, are they going to keep this going? Like, this is ridiculous. How many explosions can he walk out of? But here's the thing. If they make 100 Fast and Furious movies, I'm going to see 100 Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> as long as they're still good. Yeah. I mean, they got to still be good. People are still watching them. I, I have no qualms against it. I just have never yeah. carved out the time to watch it. But I made that same mistake with Mission Impossible like recently. My there boyfriend was like, you haven't seen any of these? And I watched it. I was like, these are damn good time. What was see, I doing the, See, my franchise movies? is is objectively yeah. like bad. But I've seen I've seen every Resident Evil film. With Mila Jovovich. Now yeah. those are those are extremely hit or miss. They are like like sometimes you're like yeah that one's a lot of fun, <laughs> and there's one there's one where clearly they like couldn't advance the plot for whatever reason, so the entire movie takes place within a simulation. The entire movie, and at mm-hmm. the end of the movie, they're like, we got out of the no. simulation. Now we're at the same place we were at the end of the last film. Um, but that was cool because yeah, because dumb. tying together, Michelle Rodriguez has been killed off of the Resident Evil movies like three times. 
but because they were in a simulation, so she can come back. They could bring her back as a simulation. They can bring her back. Oh, and and quick sidebar. Oh no, I'll get to the sidebar later. I'll remember. Let's keep going. (laughs) Will you? Okay, we'll see. Um, I'll ask you later if you remember. Um, So I'm curious because it it seems like Ryan, from what you said, that your first few casual viewings of Fast and the Furious weren't incredibly impactful. They were just kind of fun movies. Yeah. Yeah. This, the the night that you uh watched it with Liam, right? You said, mm-hmm. yeah. What was it? Just like a nice bonding experience, or did it? Were you mature enough at that point to appreciate how outrageous these movies are? <laughs> like, what what made it so close to your heart that night uh, that you decided to sign on for all of them? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a legitimate question that I don't know if I have an answer to. I think <laughs> probably. Are you guys familiar with the Enneagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. So I'm I'm a six on the Enneagram, which is the loyalist. And so uh, I think that there's just something about Vin Diesel's character where online people will say he's something else. I'm convinced he's a six. Uh, just because his whole idea of like... If you're in this room, you're fam- like he's like the Olive Garden of <laughs> movies. Like when you're with Vin Diesel, you're family. Uh, and it's like every in every movie, like they're they're random. Like you'll see them use NOS to speed up their cars. You'll get Vin Diesel drinking a Corona. I had to bring one for this. <laughs> he just held a Corona to the camera. Um, That's your second. He brought a, he brought, he brought up alcohol. He brought up Paps to start because. In college, when my dad would come to visit, he would order Pabst, not because it's good, but because our father is unbelievably cheap and will drink the worst beer in the world if it is $3. And Ryan thought it was so funny. I know. I'm sure it is. And so whenever they see each other, Ryan Schwartzman and my dad will have a Pabst together, which is honestly like a a level of male bonding that am I jealous of it? Oh, and then I remember it's Pabst and I'm not. Yeah. Hey. There's so many other places. Whenever, next time you're in Oklahoma City, We'll crack open a Pabst. And you'll All right, be in. fair enough. Fair enough. You'll be in. You're but give it so, shot anyways, with your age, Billy. <laughs> come on. Uh, so there's Nos. There's Vin Diesel drinking a Corona. There's mm-hmm. a monologue about family, and then they always end in the backyard of this house in L.A. Which next time I go to L.A., I have to visit this house <laughs> because I guess it's a house that. Is, is real and that people will drive by and I'll like, I will bring a Corona and I will drink it in front of this house. Um, As you should. And they always end it in the backyard, having a barbecue uh, around, around this table. <sighs> and so it's like, those, those are the things that always happen. A real, so real the quick. Fact, multiple um, times. Ryan, Toretto's house yeah. is 722 mm-hmm. East Kensington road. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to be in Pasadena for my sister's wedding in November and I'm going to stay an extra day just to Oh, I I so live very close to this house. Oh, it is not in the hills. It's just how far away is it? Billy, I'll bring the sure, Corona. Go say hi to this house. We're gonna, yeah. we'll I also just open. found out that um um the American Horror Story Murder House. Yeah, it's three and a half miles from me. The uh less than. The American Horror Story Murder House so is like near me. It's 12 minutes right now, so it's like not that it bad, is. but it's 12 minutes for three miles is kind of a lot. Um, but yeah, the murder house is just south of me, Danny. Did you know? I didn't know. Oh. Yes, yes. I oh, have been to that well. house. But you haven't seen the season. Um, I've, yeah. I, uh, no, I've seen half of it. And then I got scared and I didn't want to watch it by myself. <laughs> so I didn't finish it. Um, but circling back, Ryan. So yes. it sounds like, well, you were talking about your uh, Enneagram. Is that correct? Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, so you said you're a loyalist and I think mm-hmm. you were kind of saying kind of the knowing the consistency in the format, I feel like might be comforting. Oh is that what we're getting Without at? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay. And it's like, there are multiple times where like characters will, like betray Dom and the family. And it's like, if they come back, mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, I didn't mean it. He's just like, okay, you said you're sorry. You're, you're one of the family again. And he just <laughs> brings people in and it's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's like strangely a feel-good movie, but you get that like nice adrenaline kick of action along with it, but it ends Without like a Full a House episode. <laughs> with yep, like what more could you want? Um, well, and I, I, I don't want. 
I, I don't want to bring us down too much, but the the one thing I have seen is the ending of the last Paul Walker Fast and the Furious. And the way mm-hmm. they did that is honestly a little bit genius. Like it's heart-wrenching and it's so sad. Yeah. Did he leave the franchise? Yeah. Died in a car accident, Dagny. Oh, we're talking Paul about Walker. Oh, I I was thinking of a different <laughs> person. Yes, he oh did my leave. god. Yes. Permanently. <laughs> He did. He did indeed leave the franchise. Jesus. Uh, Sorry to bring it down. Oh, so they, oh, okay. Yeah, so they had to, I guess, write, write him so, out of the movie, but they so obviously. I'll send it to you because it's but... it's really heart-wrenching. It's just, it's, uh Because he yeah. had filmed a lot of the movie, yeah. and so they got uh-huh. his brother to do the mm-hmm. remaining scenes, and they rewrote it, and then they put mm-hmm. Paul Walker's face on his brother's face digitally. Mm-hmm. And I don't know oh how they write him. It Princess Leia. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, and then basically at the end of the film, Vin Diesel's, they've already split, like they've written him out of the movie, right? They like write him off in a decent way. And it's like, mm-hmm. we're never going to see each other again. And then they play that mm-hmm. song, which, uh, uh, you know, the song, it's been a long day yeah. without you, my friend, but I'll tell that song was written for fast and the furious for this scene. You I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. And so Vin Diesel is here yeah. and a car pulls up next to oh, him. Oh no, this is already sad. If I yeah. cry right and now. And Vin Diesel looks over. <laughs> And in the other car is Paul Walker driving. And it's, I mean, and they do this yeah. CGI like it's him. It's amazing. And Paul Walker gives him a little head nod. And then they drive. It's definitely PCH. It's like it's like the California Highway. They drive side by side. As that song plays, the camera shoots it from above. The road splits. And Paul Walker goes off in the other direction. And Vin Diesel keeps going. And it's horrible. Bro, you, Wait, you, Ryan you, has you, to you say. took out one of the most heart-wrenching like parts. Part? He gives him the head nod and he says, you weren't going to say goodbye. <gasps> it's, it's dude. Like, I have, it's whenever an actor dies mid production, oh, it's always horrible. And what they have done yeah. is maybe one of the most phenomenal tributes to him. They could have done. Like it's, it's incredible mm-hmm. what they pulled off. Um, Cause yeah. I also like, I, I, have a deep appreciation that they didn't kill him off in the franchise. That would have just been yeah. terrible. Oh, they that like would have been they an awful teased choice. him. And I... They teased him like pulling up to the house, like in like his blue skyline. That's his car. It's been his car for the whole franchise. Yeah. They're having the barbecue. Vin Diesel goes, "Oh man, someone's missing," and you hear the rev of an engine, and you see a blue skyline pull up to the house and end credits. So it's like, oh. He's still he's still there in our Aww. hearts. Yeah, yeah. He's like still a part yeah. of the family. Yeah. Dang, that's so sad. But yeah, that's brilliant. I might go watch that on YouTube yeah, after this. It's very just to it's see. Ex- it's exceptionally <laughs> and well cry, done. I guess. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's an, uh, that's so nice. I just I I and yeah, I can I can understand it being like a comforting franchise in in a strange way if it does have a format that it's like you know they're all gonna be fine in the end. It's gonna like even if it gets tense. You know, ultimately, your main guys are going to be good and they're going to have a barbecue. So, like, why not go there and coast through and enjoy the crazy ride? I can I can absolutely understand why this is like something you love. Makes a lot of sense. It I I was watching a YouTube video. I don't like. I've never watched this guys before. I was just trying to do all the Fast and Furious research I could. (laughs) And this guy took his parents to see Fast 9 and they had never seen uh, one before. And he's like, all right, so like, what'd you think? Like, it was a blast. Yeah. We didn't understand like anything, but it was <laughs> awesome. It was so much fun. So that's, well, yeah. that's, that's all that's, you need I, I think it's cool that when they realized like, okay, we can keep making these sequels where we try to write a heist film and we try to make it make sense with mm-hmm. cars, or we can just make car-based superhero movies where these people pull off insane (laughs) stunts because like they are superheroes at this point like those car accidents should destroy their internal organs and they're just like fender bender without a doubt (laughs) (laughs) and they and in the last one like they're they're just absolutely like playing playing that up knowing like there's a conversation between two characters in the latest one where they're Spoiler warning, even though like I've already spoiled a ton at this point. Um, You're good. But uh, two characters are talking about, like, do you guys realize all the stuff we've done? We fought tanks. We fought helicopters. Taking down planes. Ta- like, t- taking down a submarine. It's like, 
I should be, have been dead like seven times. You guys begin to think that we're immortal? And another character's like, man, maybe. Maybe you're just a dumbass. <laughs> they're commenting. So they're just Don't think about just, it. It's literally them telling the audience, yeah. stop fucking questioning it. We're going to go jump this car off oh, a building yeah. again. Dude. So I, I actually, movie. I made a note of, these are only the ones I could think of off the top of my head of ridiculous things that they have done in these movies. Go for it. So (laughs) first one, semi-truck robberies, which also this did not age well. In the first movie, they're stealing semi-trucks of flat screen TVs and DVD players. That's like the the high dollar (laughs) stuff that they're, that they're stealing in 2001. It had its time. Um, But like, it includes them driving like in and out from under semi-trucks. Shout out to Taylor Swain. If you're listening, you uh, crazy man. I know uh, it's not much of a secret anymore, but um, you're- Has he done that? And he took a picture. He He took a picture. He had a little, he had a Celica, like a 1990 or 1980 Celica. Celica. He was driving from Texas to Oklahoma and he went, do you think I can do it? And he went just and back out. But when he was under, he took a picture and he texted it to me. And then years later, Years later, I brought up the story to him in front of his mother without thinking, and it was amazing. Oh, no. She smacked him. She smacked him right in front of me. It was amazing. Without, without a doubt. Oh, my God. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, he deserves wow. it. Wow. I've only he met Taylor, like, absolutely. twice, but, like, he has yeah, so he much more respect. <laughs> it's, don't, I mean, I, yeah. I, that, I, I, well, that car rides so low to the ground, but, yeah, he did it. And I had the same car, and it was by far my favorite car I've ever had in my life. I missed oh. that tiny little red Toyota Celica. It was such a good car. Dang. It was a little sports car, but also maybe the size okay. of a go-kart. People so, couldn't ride in the back. Let's keep going with okay, these insane sorry, stunts. I just had Crazy to shout shit. out. If he's if he's listening and I Without don't bring it up, he'd be screaming at the radio and then he'd give me a hard time for bringing it up, for not bringing <laughs> up. I can't win. I'd rather bring it up. Yeah. Without a doubt. All right, so uh, robbing um, semi-trucks. Driving under them several times. Mm-hmm. J- they jump a car onto a moving yacht um <laughs> they are driving down in a ba- like it feels like an abandoned highway and they like roll a prison bus like several times to break dom out of the out of prison um and they rob a train oh um and so this was in the fifth one and the director wanted to do as little cgi as possible so they legitimately almost knocked a train off the tracks filming this wow stunt where they were taking cars like and like driving them off this train in the middle of the desert um (laughs) they fall off a 350 foot cliff into water and like just come back out of the water like nothing like nobody's business (laughs) they dragged an 8 by 12 safe through the streets of rio which i found out this was also they like just put like built a fake safe and put a car inside to where they're actually dragging like a safe through city streets and they should destroyed over 200 cars filming this. And there's, so there's someone, Um, there's someone in the the safe that the production owned. Yeah. There's someone in the safe steering. Okay, good. (laughs) That's cool. Yes. And it's like being dragged behind two Dodge chargers. It's awesome. And so that's where like they're stealing a hundred million dollars at the safe has a hundred million dollars in it. So a little bit more than DVD players. A little Um, bit more slightly. Yeah. 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 Uh, they drive a car through the nose of a military-grade cargo plane. Nice. Um, and the same cargo plane, they stop it from taking off by shooting harpoons with, like, steel <laughs> rope into the wings. Sure. And someone did the math, and in order for this scene to make sense, they the runway needed to be 26 miles long. <laughs> so it's like... Our dad is going to be so upset listening to this, and then he'll Without, probably go watch it and get even more upset. <laughs> William, this one's for you. He's drinking paps for you. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Uh, they jump a car between three skyscrapers in Dubai. Um, there are high-speed oil tanker robberies. They fight a tank. Um, they break into a secret Russian base and take out a submarine in the process the submarine has shot a missile and Dwayne Johnson just bumps the mi- the missile that's like moving at missile speeds just on a different direction with his bare hands because he's Dwayne Johnson. Um, <laughs> hold, hold, what the fuck did the you latest, just say? He just with hits his the, hands? Mus- the, the missile? With his hands. Yeah, he just like, whoop, 
He's like, no. I've lost. I've I've lost track how many helicopters they've taken out at this point. Um, In the latest one, they use like super magnets to like pull cars through buildings and like make a military grade massive all terrain vehicle like fly. uh, It's insane. And they go into space with a Pontiac Fiero. So they do go into space. In okay, the I heard one. that recently. This, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to become so they Voltron. Go They're going to get a bunch of cars to drive together. Yeah. And then this might be my favorite thing that they've ever done. In the seventh one, Dwayne Johnson, for most of the movie, is in the hospital because of that fight with Jason Statham. Um, <laughs> and he has a broken arm. And he's looking out his hospital, hospital window, and he sees an explosion in the streets of L.A., gets out of bed, and his daughter's like, what are you doing, Daddy? He goes, Daddy's got to go to work. Flexes, breaks, flexes out of the cast. I've seen this clip. He just, <laughs> and then rips the cast off. He's like, Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> of course he did. That's incredible. That's that's art. That's a work of master. That's a masterpiece is what I was trying to say. Uh, yeah. Wow. I got to check really these movies do. out. I All really, of this sounds do, insane. And I think I would yeah. have a good time. <laughs> it's, it's, a bl- they're seriously a blast. Like you could, you can start with number five. Legitimately. I feel like start I need to though. I feel like I should universe. do it though. I feel like I really want to see the 2001. I want to see the evolution into what yeah. they do. Cause then I'll have to watch Tokyo drift and be like, what? And then wait like four movies for them mm-hmm. to make it make sense. A little Bow Wow's <laughs> in, in Tokyo drift. Sure. Of course he is. Why not? Cool. Yep. Yeah. He comes back in number wow. nine. What? So huh. that was weird. <laughs> yeah. Little bow wow. Well, Ryan, I know you said you did a lot of research on Fast and the Furious, and I want to make sure before we wrap up if there's any important, crucial Fast and Furious trivia or anything you want to make sure gets out there for the people to hear. Oh, man. One thing that I found insane, Fast and the Furious has made... billion dollars worldwide. Why they keep making movies? Which makes it, yeah. Which makes it the number five franchise box office worldwide. So the top Marvel Marvel. number one, Star Wars, and so Marvel is twenty two point five. They've got so many movies, not including Black Widow. Insane. Star Wars ten point three. Harry Potter nine point two. Uh, James Bond. I was going to ask, James Bond should 7. be up there. There's so many movies. Wow, they're closing and in on James Bond. Fast and the Furious. Yeah, Fast and the Furious. Holy 6. cow. 6.4. Damn. Good for them. Uh, and I mean, like, yeah. if they're going to bring in dinosaurs, sign <laughs> me up. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for that crossover. <laughs> That's bananas. Yeah. Oh, I wow. love it. I... I should watch these insane movies. I know. I, I mean, really, it's a, yeah. I've never had anything against them. I just haven't carved out the time to watch it. And also because I'm like, now there's nine Ten, of you them. get the spinoff. Where's the time? Ten. Yeah, yeah right. And is this might be a dumb question. Is Hobbs and Shaw, yes. is that the spinoff? Of Fast, Fast and Furious mm-hmm. presents Hobbs mm-hmm. and Shaw. Okay. And Hobbs and Shaw yeah. are Jason Statham and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Why do I know so much of these movies I've never seen? And yet have never seen it. <laughs> Dude, they're great. Oh, like they've inspired so many memes lately oh, with all the, the family all memes the family are hilarious. Stuff. It's it's yeah. amazing. Like I, I've told like my coworkers because it's just a running joke how much Liam and I love them. Because I work with Liam. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's like set like send us these memes. Like we like they're amazing. Send them to us. Just eat them up. Like feed it. <laughs> Only, only like there's beef between Vin Diesel and Dwayne yeah. Johnson that has been well recorded. Like real life. Yeah, it's why Hobbs and Shaw real, have a like at one point, so they don't have to make movies together anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like in the seventh one, like Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel are both in it, but are never on screen together. Mm, interesting. Getting into some good wife um, territory, but it's also deep cut for people who know behind the scenes <laughs> drama of the good wife. Like, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson called Vin Diesel a candy ass. Um, Don't just, go there. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. But other funny thing, like this is the last thing. Dwayne Johnson's 6'5", uh-huh. Vin Diesel's six foot. Every time you see him on screen, they're eye to eye. Movie magic. 
good movie movie magic. magic right there they get him a little stool to stand on it's an apple box it. <laughs> or they just do forced perspective and put Vin frodo, Diesel in a frodo and gandalf that a smaller door doors no 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 what are they really good for them i actually i can say uh tom and nicole there we go paramount don't kill me because um uh, they took that out of the script because mad cruise was uh, i guess didn't love didn't love that uh the use of that but i think it's kind of funny but i always said uh tom and tom and jerry doors i would say um Mm. or what was the other one Oh, Elf. Uh, I used Elf as an example. Perspective. For Not, perspective. Okay. I mean, Tom and Nicole Doors is hilarious. To put, um, Tom and Nicole is very funny. Um, sweet. Well, you guys, y'all heard it here. Check out the fifth, the, the, the fifth largest movie franchise of all time. The Getting that Poptimist yeah, bump. Yeah, which... Seriously. Dinosaurs yeah, they coming need our soon. Bump. Wow. Yeah. I'm, and if they don't, I'm going to take it straight to you my my anger of if this crossover doesn't happen i'm be like ryan you uh, me got too. me hyped for nothing so um yeah. before we move on to the end of the show but yeah what were you gonna circle back i to, do Billy, remember, do you remember because i was <laughs> ryan and i saw a movie together with the boyfriend that was i think um, maybe the end of a franchise it was one of the last movies i saw before graduating college and leaving oklahoma um and i don't remember whose idea it was but you me and the boyfriend went in like a like a two p.m. We like cut class to go see, um, uh, a good day to die hard, which you may know is the worst <sighs> die hard film. We did yes. go see yes. that, yeah. And and I I remember I was like, what did we? I remember it because um I had so much fun and the movie was so terrible. And usually when the movie's that bad, like it's not. But I remember um at one point. The boyfriend and I were deciding who was going to pay for what, and you got mad. You were like, that's bullshit. There's no cultural imperative for the man to pay. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Um, and then just, the just it was, I think it was, it was also so bad so fast. I think just like 10 minutes in, we were like, oh, this is what we're doing? Okay. And just, just it's, uh, if you haven't seen the fifth Die Hard movie, it is a different film that they adapted later to put John McClane into to make it a Die Hard movie. Um, they're trying, the oh, bad okay. guys are trying, cause it's always about a heist. The bad guys are trying to steal money that was left mm-hmm. over in Ukraine in Chernobyl. That's like irradiated because of Chernobyl. Um, they go, they go into oh, the vault. It's coming yes, back. Isn't it me. insane? <laughs> and, and if the movie wasn't already insane up to this point, once they get into Chernobyl and they're all like not being irradiated, they get the money out of the vault and the money, there's a plot, the whole movie, the money's irradiated. It's got radiation. It'll kill you. And the bad guys pull out like a little yeah. hose and they spray it down and they're like, the radiation's gone. And I was like, what is, sell that, sell that and you'll make so much money. How did you do that? Yeah, that would make more money. No, than but it's just the, it's the, the one where they say. thought maybe Bruce yeah, Willis is getting too old. So they introduced Jai Courtney as his son, uh, who he's, who was a child in the oh. first movie. And then they never talked about him again. And Jai Courtney is in yeah. Russia because he's a CIA agent and Bruce Willis finds this out when he goes to find his son who's missing in Russia. And he's like, no dad, I work for the CIA. I'm Jai Courtney. Ugh, and I'm really bad in this, but don't worry. Someday I'll be the best part of suicide squad. And, um, uh, then they have an adventure oh, through Russia. That's not very well written or well done. Yikes, they, that's unfortunate. they miss all the other diehard movies are three, a blast, of, three of the other four. Damn. Seriously. Four. Three of them. diehard two is, yeah ruined for us by our parents when they yeah, didn't they bring did. justin long yeah. back for die hard five they missed out well because die hard four yeah. shouldn't have worked and then it worked it was great timothy oliphant is the villain justin long is the sidekick mm-hmm. the weird gross computer hacker played by kevin yeah. smith <laughs> on board yeah. uh, but we all know other than the first die hard which is perfect the best die hard is the third one with jeremy yeah. irons mm-hmm. and samuel l jackson it's mwah. Um, mm-hmm. And then our, our weird connection to, to really Die Hard 2 is Die Hard 2 takes place in an airport and all the characters are air traffic controllers. And our parents are both retired air traffic controllers it. and they watched it with us <laughs> and just spent the whole movie going, well, that doesn't work that way. Well, that doesn't happen. That's he doesn't right. have that, that access. Yeah. He couldn't do it. Happen like that. Hilarious. Thanks, no. Mom. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> It's very funny looking back, but I was like, why why did we even sit through the whole movie? Because they Well, at the end of the movie, Bruce it. Willis is on I and I should know what kind of plane it is, but he's on the edge of the plane, the bad guy's gonna take off, and he manages to get the fuel tank open and it starts p- fueling airplane fuel out onto the runway. 
and then he gets knocked off the plane and he's laying in the mm-hmm. runway in the snow and he lights his little lighter and he goes, <laughs> yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. And he lights the fuel and the fuel <laughs> shoots down that runway and then goes into the plane as it's about to take off because it's spewing out and the whole plane explodes. And it's awesome. And my dad goes, mm-hmm. that might work. And I was like, okay, what are we fucking doing here? <laughs> Not yeah, that's, yeah, sure, it's not. <laughs> but but former presidential candidate, what's his name, saying rack 'em, pack 'em, and stack 'em about airplanes. That's a bridge too far. All right. Oh so, my God. <laughs> my All right. Word. Well, we have talked about many franchises, but like I said again, everybody check out Fast and the Furious. They need the extra marketing. We're here to they help. Um, help them beat but Billy, James Bond. Billy, would you like to play? Oh yeah, help them. Oh, they're really close. I feel like one more James movie. Bond's well, James Bond maybe is also Daniel Craig's last movie. movie coming out. Man, that race yeah. is going to be tight to see who can keep that lead. I'm going to keep tabs on that. That sounds fun. Um, speaking of a fun little game, Billy, do you want to play a fun little game? Oh my God, we've reached the part of the program where we play What a Pitch. What a Pitch is a game where our guest has to. Uh, how, ask Dagny and I to pitch them something and we have 30 seconds to respond and then they pick a winner. It can be anything in pop culture and we have to do it and I go first. Oh, you week. kept track. I Good literally <laughs> edited the other episode four hours ago. Right, okay. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to turn my sound down now, so go ahead. All right, Schwartzy Coco, if you're ready. I've got my stopwatch. All right. I'm here So again. the real question is, what's the next Ted Lasso? Little known, Ted Lasso was actually based off of NBC commercials from like five years ago, off a of character. So I need you to pitch me the next Apple TV show that's based off of an obscure commercial from like five years ago. Wow, this would this would be hard if I didn't watch TV, which I don't. I stream everything. I don't think the last time I've saw commercials. Let me think. Oh, I've got an answer. Look. The actress who plays Flo deserves a bigger break than those commercials. She's a funny improv actress, a a graduate of the Groundlings. I should know her name, but I don't because she's only done commercials. Flo should have prestige television. She should have her own show where we get to go through the life of Flo. She's just optimistic, perky. She doesn't even have to sell car Mm -hmm. insurance because maybe she realizes capitalism is evil and she goes on a crusade to spread joy through the destruction of capitalism. That got weird, Billy. That's so 30 like, seconds. Okay, I won't, I won't keep talking. So I didn't know that in. about Ted Lasso, though. So the boyfriend has seen yeah. all of Ted Lasso, and I, I haven't watched it, but that's funny as hell. I've watched it four um, times this year. And how they're going to get me to renew my subscription, because my free year ends after two episodes in season two. So I'm like, frick! They're doing it on purpose. All I right, know, I'm going to bring Dagny back. Can come I on. come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get okay. your you back can come here. back. Cool. It sounded like, or it looked like you guys were wrapping up, and I turned it up slightly. I was like, I think Billy's gone, because uh, Ryan's yeah. talking, so that would make sense. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I am ready, I think. <laughs> okay. Dagny, Ted Lasso, the show that took the world by storm last year, based off of obscure commercials from five years ago for NBC Sports. So I need you to pitch me what the next apple tv show based off of a weird commercial character is going to be okay i don't know if you remember these two women but this is the commercial that came to mind which is who are you calling a cootie queen you or a a cute uh oh my god you lint liquor that commercial (laughs) those two women i want that show i just want to see a soap opera a a a dramedy because we we need the comedy of them (laughs) Of course. But we need to see, I want to see their relationship and I just want to follow their lives because, uh, yeah, I, that's all. That's the show. I just want to watch them. Who that's are it. you calling a cootie queen? You land licker. <laughs> I mean, you, oh, I think there's a man there too. Isn't that a gum commercial? Was it a Trident commercial? Am I wrong? I, I'll have to look it's, it up after it's, this. It's I think amazing yeah, that it's we like don't clean remember. Up, clean up that dirty mouth. Every, it's like clean, yeah, yeah, clean yeah, up yeah. that dirty mouth. That's what it is. Yeah, so okay. it was a gum commercial. So yeah, you can put in the the gum part of that if you need to, but just the people in that commercial follow their lives. I think it'd be a great show. I also don't really know anything about Ted Lasso except that it's based on a commercial. I didn't know that five years ago. I learned something. That's it. But there you go. All right. Well, that that's the commercial that came to mind. So uh, Ryan, you you listen to this podcast, so you know that our guest is forced to pick a winner. Are you able to pick a winner? Between the two of us. I'm only picking Billy because his idea was more fleshed out. 
and it had a story mm. arc. It was giving flow from Allstate. Oh. Uh, she's decided from instead of selling insurance, she's going to fight capitalism by spreading joy oh, in the world. That's nice. And so, yeah. So it was like, I threw yeah. in the towel. I thought. Just the catchphrase alone was enough to win me that one. I was like, I thought it was this really, commercial it was, it was really so close. funny. I, I I respect that though. Flow did come to mind, but I had a feeling I was like, I feel like Billy might have talked about flow. You were correct. Yeah, it's like the go-to commercial, and I was like, let's think more obscure. Yeah, they brought Good they job, brought Billy. the annoyed back, which is ridiculous. So I think flow deserves deserves a second mm. chance thank you for the win that's two weeks in a row oh my yeah, god i'm so happy for you billy so so <laughs> happy you. You. well wow. ryan thank you so much for doing this this was so fun i have to i will send you a tiktok after this of <laughs> the fast and the furious can't musical wait. that has been blossoming and can't wait. just They're pleasing my funny. eyes every day they're hilarious um but yeah is there i know we talked about before not really anything you super want to promote but if you want to put your tell people your um like social media handle or anything if you post you're welcome to yeah that. if not i post no if you words. guys want to see pictures of my dogs like r.a <laughs> schwartzman my on instagram That's it. But i, po- I That's, post pictures of them and yep. food because i cook so Hell if you yeah. want food and, and dog pics i'm your guy Perfect. Everybody follow Ryan Schwartzman on Instagram for food and dog pics. They're the best part of the internet. Um, (laughs) So we kind of went over at the beginning. We're going to have more live shows coming up. So just in general, follow us on Instagram for all those updates. Write some reviews. If you. Yeah. Oh, yes. And please, if you're enjoying these episodes, please comment. Please subscribe. Say, Billy, you talk too much. Dagny, you're perfect. Did you see how hard I reeled it in this episode? (laughs) I tried so hard. You did. But also. I was really. I was proud. I have this theory now that my audio gets desynced as the episode goes on because in the episode that came out last week I had to fix mm-hmm. so much at the end where it just sounds like I'm talking on top of you and I know it's just the internet delay but I kept adding spaces in my vo- uh this is me trying to like <laughs> retroactively make me sound not like an asshole for interrupting It's okay. Daniel, we'll so. start recording in person soon yes! and then we will interrupt each other in person. Cool. Um great. So other than that like I said Rate, subscribe, review, yada, yada, all that good stuff. And if you have any questions or hot takes, email us at poptimuspod at gmail.com. Billy, you're leaning really close to the microphone. Do you have something to say? Come see Billy's Big Night Out at the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood on August 12th. (laughs) It's me and a bunch of of LGBTQ comedians telling dick jokes and vagina jokes. So We love inclusivity. And other jokes. You know, know, things, (laughs) things about politics and the world and um pop culture miley cyrus there you go yeah she's hilarious i love her i'm I'm kidding i love miley cyrus and i love hannah montana and i will die i i will live and breathe i don't know how to this was a bad segue i just hannah montana excellent show miley cyrus (laughs) fantastic performer um and if you have any other hot takes like that about hannah montana being a great show email us like i said this after has been too long so everybody say goodbye goodbye